Good afternoon, Willamette Wasteland. It is I, Johnny Smoothskin, here once again. Well, some of you, this is episode zero. So, hey, let me tell you about what's going on in the Willamette Wasteland. This is episode zero, just to let you know what's going on and what to expect in the future on this podcast. So, let's go back with uh, who am I? I am Johnny Smoothskin, morning DJ on KSTG The Stag, 1820 AM. I'm a good guy. Um, I don't have issues with radiation as, uh, as you can see. I mean, my skin's still smooth. I hang out in downtown White Stag all the GD time. I walk back and forth between NOPO. I cross through neighborhoods. I walk through the Northeast all the time. Don't have problems. I got all my skin. Heck, I walked from the East Coast all the way out to here back in, what would that be? It'd be uh, 2256. So I've been out here for a while. And guess what? I love it out here. I started doing local media and moved on to local media. But it was from one small settlement to a much larger settlement. So, hey, if you are a listener who listened to me in NOPO, if you are a listener who listened to me in the park, if you can hear me all the way out in, I don't know, way out there, out out, out in the trout, then, uh, yeah, hey, it's Johnny Smoothskin. And we're going to let you know what's going on. If you're picking this stuff up across the river in Washington, first, I hope you're not one of those gun-toting cannibals. Second, hey, figure out a way to come across the river if you're safe. If you're not some sort of uh, creepy cannibal, come across the Colombian and, uh, I don't know, one of the settlements may be able to help you, but also be super careful. And we're going to help people be careful here in the Willamette Wasteland. So, what do we need to know? What do you need to know about what's going on here? If you're just picking up these uh, transmissions for the first time, what should you know? First of all, this podcast is called The Ballad of Johnny Smoothskin hyphen Fallout White Stag. White Stag used to be known as downtown Portland. Pretends like nothing happened. In the 2050s, they were obsessed with the 2030s and still are. Owned and maintained by Kurt, Captain, Fusion, and Robert Van Hardwine. Their family has owned and operated the oldest continuing running brewery in North America, celebrating 425 years this year. Old buildings are repaired, new ghouls move in, feral ghouls are sent to retire in the hills. Humans like to take radex and go shopping in the cute ghoul-run shops in Whitestag. Whitestag may seem like a kooky old ghoul town, but it's also a major military force adopting the uh, old city's military hardware for daily use. So that means we've got ghouls in riot gear armor kind of placed throughout the city maintaining order. Yes, there is the oldest bookstore still standing, record stores, pizza parlors, and junk shops. And uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of the businesses have heavily armed ghouls uh, standing out in front of them. Do not go there unless you have protection from a large amount of radiation. 
outside of Whitestag is the Glowing Hills, a place for wealthy uh, ghouls and uh, their feral relatives to roam from Goose Hollow to Oaks Bottom is Feral Ghoul Zone. It's where ghouls retire. Massive empty houses, abandoned art galleries, a massive midway and roller skating rink enjoined by semi-feral glowing ones who own and operate the place. Uh, there's also several botanical gardens out there. And do not go out there unless you have protection from an insane amount of radiation. And also... Um, there's there's people who can set you up with things that make it so that you can wander around the glowing hills without being interrupted by feral ghouls. Uh, they're very unpleasant masks, but hey, um, I, I have to wear one sometimes at work. Okay, so uh, then across the Willamette we have, and that is Willamette, not Willamette. Do not pronounce it Willamette, or people will roll their eyes at you. It's like saying Oregon to pronounce uh, what the there's a state that used to occupy uh, the Commonwealth, the uh, Northwest Commonwealth, before 1960 when uh, the United States was separated into 13 commonwealths. But hey, you know that. Oh, and you also know that today is the, what, I don't know whatever anniversary of the bombs dropping, but October 23rd, pretty cool. I mean, it's not cool. Um, I grew up in a vault. I wandered out here from the West Coast, or East Coast, and no, I'm not that guy. That guy, I think, is still back East making sure water purifiers are good. Uh, never met that guy, heard about that guy. I moved out here way before that guy ever came out of his vault. So, yeah, no. Uh, people talk about a vault dweller from the D.C. area. Uh, that's not me. I'm, 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 I'm from outside of that area. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, where were we? East Bank and the East Bank... And oh, uh, East Bank and east of East Bank is a toxic mess protected, and that's in huge, huge, huge air quotes, by an eco cult, Waves of the Lamet. And uh, there's an NCR outpost out there. If anyone doesn't know, NCR is New California Republic. So if you travel, if, 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 you, if you go west and then you hit the ocean and you travel down for a while, you'll hit this place called NCR uh, I've, I've been there once. I, I went there once for a media conference and it's, it's, I don't know. I, 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 I like white stag better. I'm just going to say we have better medicine. We have better technology. We don't have a president and we don't have a massive standing army that's, uh, currently engaged with, I don't know, trying to take over stuff in, uh, the middle of the desert. Uh, anyway, if, if, if you want, if you want international news, you're going to have to go somewhere. This is local news only, folks. So, yeah, um, NCR, uh, they have an outpost, uh, then there's Waves of the Willamette, the, uh, eco-cult, that thinks that they can heal the land by planting sunflowers everywhere. Um, they tend to fight with the NCR, who's trying to grab a foothold in the Willamette Valley wasteland. Uh, none of their uh, neighbors are willing to help them out. No po will heal their sick, and the park will uh, sell them booze, drugs, sex, workers, and enough rope to hang themselves. 
Uh, they, you know what? I don't want to go. Uh, the land is a very toxic fog due to a uh, series of chemical incidents that happened in 2150 at the West Tech Children's Museum. Until that point, it was a large, peaceful collective that governed the area without issue until a fusion-powered submarine docked at West Tech's uh, Northwest Children's Museum and Science. Um, what is it? Northwest Children's Museum of Science and Industry caused a chain reaction causing an exploding industrial plants that had run perfectly for about 100 years, all failed for no reason whatsoever. The area now is a toxic commercial industrial waste zone. Um, it's chemicals, it's radiation, it's it's awful. It's awful there. Do not go out there unless you have like some serious, serious protection. Uh, wear a biohazard suit, wear a rad suit, wear anything. A power armor is highly, highly, highly recommended. Uh, yeah, so it's ran, overran with uh, glowing ones, mutated insects, and uh, uh, in the middle, in the middle, there is a. Uh, tribe of scavengers who live on an active volcano. Did you know Portland has an active volcano? It's called Mount Tabor. This episode is brought to you by Don Hardwine. Jet Cola. Get your Jet Cola at anywhere you find Don Hardwine. Sodas and beers. So next we go with Mount Tabor, uh, or just Tabor as a lot of people call it. Uh, a scab tribe known as the Steel Fist of Tabor, uh, known for their chem labs, smoke leaf farms, guarded by heavily armed, heavily sedated farmer slash chemist slash scabs in modded T-45 power armor. All of their headsets are blaring early 20th century bluegrass western music and some rock and roll stuff from the 50s all kind of mishmashed together. They throw their trash and troublemakers into the caldera, or so I'm told. Um, yeah, they've, they've, they've got some, like, big old guy in power armor, really, really nice power armor, who uh, kind of watches over them and whatnot, and is kind of like their de facto leader, but also at the same time, you're told no one's in charge. So, kind of confusing. It's one of those, like, yeah, do whatever you want, man, but, you know, just don't piss off the old guy who sits over there all the time. Uh... Yeah, yeah. Um, my, my, my settlement um, is NOPO, uh, short for North Portland or North of Downtown Portland, some people say, but uh, most people aren't. Anyway, uh, settlement trying to move forward is what I wrote down, ruled by a council. I'm not on that council. NOPO has a small college, many parks, a large hospital, and a small uh, local militia. I wouldn't call it small. We're pretty big. I am actually a part of that, though. Uh, armed, uh, let's see, uh, locally made pulse pistols, good for ghouls, humans, or robots, or power armor, honestly. Uh, Nopo wants to, um, get back on track with civilization, hopes to be the bright spot on the west coast, um, the park, which we'll get to next, and Nopo serve as a twin trading port. Nopo is where you go to get medicine, rare media from White Stag, education, free housing in a semi-stable area. The park is where you go for sex workers, chems from Tabor, weapons and armor, and to see people fight to the death. Um, that's not us. 
but I mean, it's really nice to have such a wide entertainment facility so close to you so you don't have to like try and uh, navigate the Willamette to make it down to Oaks Bottom Park to uh, go on the roller coaster and bumper cars, which I have to say, I love the roller coasters and the bumper cars out at Oaks Bottom much more than I do the park. Um, the roller coaster at the park scares the sh- Oh, man, I don't know if they ever have maintained that thing. And anyway, um, the park is a massive free city made from the graves of a massive housing complex, a massive hotel complex, a couple of arenas, a horse racing track, a dog racing track, an amusement park. The park is trying. Uh, the park is trying to start a war with Nopo. I'm not kidding, but also at the same time trying to constantly sell their contraband at the border between us and them. Which uh, technically, the physical border is the Columbia Slough, even though the park will uh, set up stuff on the other side of the slough, so no one has to cross over. But then people come out with permits and go, "Hey, we know that you're trying to make it easy for everyone, but." you can't set up here and that's when guns get busted out anyway uh, uh, the park is uh they're not quite raiders but they're not quite merchants there's some sort of like merchant raiders uh, they travel up and down the west coast they talk about how they uh have been to the ruins of seattle uh they raid all up and down washington state former washington state um I, just to clarify, where specifically in the Pacific Northwest Commonwealth, formerly known as, uh, where everyone is. And uh, there is rumors that they go all the way down to the edge of the NCR and right there. But, hey, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't want to start rumors. After that, we have Royal Columbia and Lower, bleh, Lower Columbia, which is ruled by ghouls. Um, who have been living at the old airport since the bombs fell. And there's rumors that these ghouls used to be sports stars. I'm not 100% sure. The military occupied the airport as the bombs fell on the East Coast. Several sports stars were stranded in the airport. And the story goes, in 2087, uh, the entourage of the ghoulish uh, sports stars either had a uh, coup of the military or slowly infiltrated the military and took over. Uh, now we have these, uh, a group of people who have deemed themselves to be ordained by God to be the rulers of a fairly large, fairly flat area that was known as the Columbia Airport. And uh, Lower Columbia is what we used to call Northeast Portland back in the day. But they have set up some sort of um, protection for uh, food racket. Uh, Northeast Portland now, for the most part, is a large swaths of farm. Also, uh, uh, I want to say that the park now, uh, it, it, not the park, bleh. <laughs> Let's see, uh, Royal Columbia extends east and west in several directions until they bump up against the park. But, yeah, no. Um, they offer all kinds of, well, honestly, the only thing they really do is they maintain the monorail system that goes out to the remnants of the old airport 
and back. Uh, they really don't ever sell any of their military hardware. Sometimes uh, they are known to buy military hardware. And yeah, yeah, they have purified water and a lot of stuff like that. Uh, fresh foods, water, and transportation is pretty much what they're known for. Um, earlier before, I mentioned the fact that there was an NCR settlement out here called New Shady Sands, founded by Crimson Caravan and the NCR. Uh, Crimson Caravan is one of our sponsors. We love Crimson Caravan. Crimson Caravan brings stuff all the way down to New Shady Sands, all the way up to the park. So you can spot them. Uh, they have those Brahmin and they also have like these wagons. It's it's really low tech and it's kind of humorous to see uh, like people pulling stuff with animals instead of uh, like protect trons or anything like that. It's 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 humorous. Um, it's it's like people people in the NCR. Some of them forgot how to use uh, fusion. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> what am I talking about? I walked. I, I walked from Maryland. Okay. So uh, after that, we have, um, yeah, New Shady Sands. Um, Crimson Caravan, everyone calls it New Shade, and it's safe but busy. Once you step outside, it is the densest fog. It is seriously the densest fog in all of East Bank and east of East Bank. Uh, most NCR citizens refuse to leave once they arrive, and most soldiers uh, refuse to go on patrol unless they can use a vertebrate or reclaimed power armor. That's the stuff that doesn't actually have any power in it. It's just really heavy and hard to move in. And uh, most deliveries are either from locals from Tabor or soldiers brave enough to go to the monorail system nearby. So that is about, I'm going to say, half a mile away from... Uh, new shady sands, so that's half a mile of super dense fog that you have to w w deal with uh, cultists who can see you better than you can see them, and insects who can definitely see, smell, and hear you. Uh, insects, predators, whatever. So yeah, no, uh, a lot of the time it is a gunfight from new shady sands to the monorail system just to get supplies, and then you have to make your way back, but you know, hey. Um, you can hire people uh, to help you through these areas, is what I have found. And, uh, yeah, I will actually, uh, if I need to go to Tabor, I will actually hire bodyguards and get on the monorail. Uh, not get off at the uh, Shady Sands outpost, but uh, get off at the Tabor stop and walk about two miles with a person in power armor. I... Uh, I, I tend to wear hazmat suits as I don't like power armor. And yeah, so that's... Hey, if, if you're going around East Bank, make sure you're wearing stuff. Don't just walk around like Wave of Willamette. Those people are weird. Okay, so uh, what else do we have? We have the Industrial Zone, which is a home to a group of raiders calling themselves the Rad Herons, which is confusing because there's also herons, like large radioactive herons known as rat herons out there, and they will mess you up. And finally, lastly, across the river is Washington State, where there is a massive, massive, massive group of pre-war, pro-pre-war uh, cannibalistic raiders. So, you know, 
watch out for that. This has been Johnny Smoothskin. Thank you so much for listening. New episodes coming up sooner than later. Thank you so much, and keep on listening.